Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, we like talking to Sarah Spain. You see her on ESPN. She's in with the Levitard show today. Uh, she joins us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line, Truly Steps Beyond Convenience. Sarah, good morning. And I don't think we've spoken to you since the – I think the last time we talked was during the Major League Baseball playoffs. So I'm wondering if the Cubs winning – felt as good as you hoped it would feel? Yes. Um, it was, you know, I think in all the times that I tried to imagine it happening, it was very difficult to really suspend disbelief um, after so many years of disappointment. So uh, I never really could have realistically pictured how good it would feel. And now months later, every time people bring it up, I just start grinning like my whole face explodes. It's a weird thing, right? Because I remember, I mean, I grew yeah. up a huge Heat fan and it took the Heat 19 years until they won their first championship. But I mean, you know, obviously not the same as a thousand years like the Cubs. But, yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, you, you think all those years, wow, like it would be really amazing if they won and then they win. It's like, wow. So that's what that feels like. Yeah, well, it's interesting, too, because with the Cubs and the amount of buildup there was, I, I actually wrote a column about this. I was like, this is what it feels like to know the best is not yet to come. Like there is nothing that will ever be better than that. And that's kind of depressing um, unless you just decide to allow yourself to stay on top of Happiness Mountain forever and, like, always enjoy the view and always have the memories remind yourself of what, what it felt like to go through it. Otherwise, it can be really difficult to look at baseball and every other sport and say nothing's ever going to compete with this. Like, everything is downhill from here, um, but it doesn't make it any less worth it. Sarah's actually in with uh, the Levitard show today, so you'll be able to hear her coming up after us for the next four hours. Uh, good coincidence that throughout all of the drama going on with the Chicago Bulls right now that the Heat are actually in Chicago tonight, and it's Dwayne Wade's team, his old team, uh, Miami, that is coming to town. Uh, your your surprise level, 1 to 10, with 10 being uh, very surprised and 1 not surprised at all, your level of surprise that Rajon Rondo is not working out with Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler? <laughs> uh, gosh, I, I'm going to say like a 3 or 4. I guess I didn't think it would implode the way it has. I thought they were just going to be not very good and that what the Bulls needed was to get younger and, and more athletic and to, to either decide that Jimmy Butler was the future, strip the team and build around him, or to decide that even Jimmy was up for grabs and to clear everything out in the in the hopes of restarting. And instead of doing that in the offseason, they did exactly what every Bulls fan didn't want, which is go out and get two guys on the wrong side of 30 who are not the future, and then surround them with the same not very promising young guys that are that unfortunately have been even worse than what we had hoped. Um, some of the young guys like Miritich and stuff. So um, I'm not surprised that they aren't good, but I am surprised that it has imploded quite the way it has, in part because it isn't imploding the way I would have imagined. I would have thought it was all Rondo, and certainly Rondo has had his issues. But by all accounts, from the inside, as opposed to the national media looking, and national media looking in is all, this is on Rondo, this isn't a surprise, Rondo's the worst. Close to Chicago, everyone's saying, you know what, he's got a point. And even though he's a flawed messenger and maybe the boy who cried wolf, he's kind of right about this. 
which makes it even more complicated. Yeah, I'm curious about that because, of course, we're skewed down here, obviously, loving Dwayne Wade. Oh, hating, and we hate Rondo. Hating Rondo, right. so it's very easy for us to be Team Wade in this spot. But you're saying in Chicago, people are – I mean, people are Team Team Rondo in terms of, like, his Instagram post, right, not in terms of his play on the court. No, no, I don't think anyone's <laughs> Team Rondo in terms of his play on the court. Um, and that that's something to be said because he hasn't maybe been on the court that much right. even – um, no, I think it's the idea that Wade de- deserves a certain amount of respect for what he's done, but isn't necessarily earning it right now. So you're going to give his, his voice some weight because of where he came from and what he's accomplished. But, you know, there's an article right now up on The Athletic that details his defensive issues. And for a guy that's calling others out for not wanting it enough, uh, you could pretty easily find a bunch of clips of him not running the floor, not getting back. Um, there was one really egregious example recently where he didn't even go to the defensive side of the court. He just waited until the other team scored. It wasn't a breakaway. It was a half-court offense, and he just didn't participate. Um, and I think what's what's happening is that both Ron, both Wade and Butler are sort of looking from atop this mountain down at their subjects below them and, and projecting onto them this not caring when, in fact, they're just not that good. The team's not that good. And when you call people out for a lack of heart and not wanting to win, that's going to create a giant fissure that's completely different from calling out a lack of, like, talent. Um, and that's why this is so complicated. You want to blame Rondo for being the one who's, who's fissuring everything, or you want to b- blame Hoiberg for not demanding respect, or you want to blame the front office for not really making good personnel moves. We want to blame the younger guys because they're not playing hard enough. you got to blame all of them. The whole team is a mess. Right, I don't disagree there, but it feels like to me what Dwayne Wade's doing is what a lot of guys around the league do these days, specifically LeBron James. And I wonder how much of that is a consequence of just sort of where we're at with social media and the times that we live in today where everyone feels so comfortable giving their opinion publicly and voicing their opinion, where Rondo's saying this would have never happened back in his day. But I wonder if it would have never happened back in his day because veterans had more respect for young players back then, or if really this is just sort of a consequence of the social media age. And I'll also take it a step further too, Sarah, which is something we spoke about earlier, where this seems to be something that is solely happening in the NBA. It's not a Major League Baseball thing. It's not a National Hockey League thing. It's not even a National Football League thing where you have the players who go out and and without hesitation are okay with criticizing on social media. Yeah, well, it's kind of uh, hypocritical, right? Because Rondo is claiming that it never would have happened and the veterans wouldn't have spoken out. He's a veteran and he's speaking out. Whether he's doing it on Instagram or literally speaking to a media member, he's making it public. And it's all the same now. You're you're going public with it no matter the vessel that you're sending it along in. Um, And I think you're right. I think that there is an aspect of this that is still adjusting to the ability to speak out at any moment that you want and not needing to go through any media person you can just voice your opinions straight through your own social media accounts and and people are learning how to use that and when that's a bad or a good thing it is much more noticeable in basketball but i will say you look at a guy like bryce harper in baseball who has multiple times gone on his twitter and sort of made pointed statements to his management about about players that they have traded for or players that they may not acquire because their budget doesn't have you know the means for it so i think you know there are there are other folks who who do it but i think we see it the most in basketball and 
that's really a lot of that is a byproduct of LeBron James changing the power structure when he went to Miami. And the way that free agency in the NBA works now and the way that the power structure has changed, players feel like they have a much larger voice. There are fewer players per roster. They get paid a ton, and they have a larger percentage of effect on the success of the team. So they feel empowered to go out and try to change things themselves. I think it's much more difficult if you're on an NFL team, for instance, to feel like you have the agency to do so. Um, so, yeah, we're seeing it way more in basketball. And I think LeBron's complaints are, are different. I think he's trying to publicly – kind of shame his management into getting what he wants. Whereas in this case, I don't really know what the end goal is for any of these guys. Well, I don't know what Butler, and I don't know if they really think anything good is going to come out of this. And as far as Rondo, this is either, you know, I want the heck out of town. So this is going to be the fastest way to finish off this whole phase of my career. Or it's him trying to do the exact opposite, which is to establish some sort of credibility as a guy who's matured and figured out how to handle inner, inner squad issues and that he doesn't think that Wade and Butler are doing it the right way, which is funny that it could be complete opposites. Which is, we got Sarah Spain here with us. You'll be able to hear her on the Levitard show coming up starting at 9 this morning. Uh, which of these three guys, Wade, Butler, Rondo, are still on the Bulls a month from now? Uh, I think Butler and Wade. I think Wade's economic situation is too comfortable, and he's not likely to go be able to find that somewhere else right now. I think Butler is a guy that this Bulls team is not willing to part with unless they do full-scale rebuild where they're willing to get rid of him um, because he's the most valuable asset. Rondo hasn't been playing that much, and now it is going to be so frosty in that locker room that I can't imagine. I mean, it, it's partly the Bulls' fault for keeping him uh, when, when a month or so ago he said he wanted out, and they kept him around, and now uh, it's getting worse and worse. So I think he's out of there. Sarah, are you doing the Leb local hour? I am. There you go. Oh, so I mean, you're gonna you're gonna there, repeat there, everything there you, you just said, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll find out. I'm sure it'll be different when Stugatz is like, like snotting and gurgling right. and our and questions is, are better. You know, interrupting me and being like, "But Sarah, <laughs> what? Uh, before we let you go here, Sarah, what are the chances tonight? Heat and Bulls. Then in the middle of the game, Dwayne Wade he takes a steel chair to Rajon Rondo, <laughs> rips off his Bulls jersey. There is a Heat jersey underneath right. WWE style. <laughs> I do not think that will happen, but I do have to say Damn. this is, if I'm Dwayne Wade, this is terrible timing, right? To be playing your old team and having everyone focused and to have, it's it's like, you know, leaving your wife for a new family and then the new family's just in flames. And the new family's won five in a row. Right, exactly. The new family lost a lot of weight and looks great. And the, <laughs> or the old family yeah. lost a lot of weight and looks great. And the new family is a hot mess. That's right. Great job, Sarah. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. All right, that's Sarah Spain right there. Uh, you could hear her with our pal Israel in the evenings. Uh, but today, with the Levitard Show, she's in town. She'll be sitting in with those guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.